Thanks for tuning into the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we'll debate and discuss the NFL, the NHL, English Premier League, pro tennis tours, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can do so on our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. What is good? What's happening, everybody? It's your boy, Ferris Mathana, and welcome to another special episode of Fantasy Football Roundup. It is week two of our fantasy football season. It's been a great couple of uh, great uh, great games we've had. A couple of people are 0-2, people are 2-0, not a lot of 1-1s, and a quite a few, a lot of trash talk has been spewed. I love it. And later on, we'll be talking to two people we actually were a part of one of the biggest blowouts this week. And we will see what happens because someone was hit by the injury bug and the other took advantage and rolled their way to victory. But without further ado, everyone, let me share my screen. And here is the week in ahead right here. Week week two, here are the scores across the league. My team, Atlanta A&T, beats Hendonomics 158-119. We were led by Brian Robinson and Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones had a great second half against the Carolina, against the Arizona Cardinals, not the Carolina Panthers, the Arizona Cardinals where he had a two passing touchdowns, a rushing touchdown, and he led that great furious comeback down 28-7 where they won 31-28. So Daniel Jones was my main man this week. Shout out to you, Daniel Jones. I love you, man. I've never said anything bad about you. That's a lie, but I'm going to keep saying it anyway. But as we digress, we'll talk about this game a little later. But as we digress, we talk about the first ever LGR Bowl of the season. It is Rob Snark against Poop Talk's very own Justin Hamilton. Let's see it right here. The 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 team the Rob Snark led by none other than Nico Collins and Kirk Cousins. Nico Collins, what a phenomenal showing he had this week. Shout out to him. And then Poop Talk was led by Keenan Allen and Puka Nuka. Puka Nakua. Um, they both got 30 points, but could not help him to victory because everyone else did not show up on his team. Let's look at this. Right here, you see it right here. Keenan Allen, 31. Uh, Puka Nakua, 30. And Joe Burrow, under below expectation. Alexander Madison to clear Herbert, definitely under expectation. And he could not survive that. And it wasted the big gains by his two wide receivers. And then we keep going downward. Adil, ASG's team took out Queen B, led by Saquon Barkley, Josh Dobbs, and Jared Goff. Josh Dobbs had a great game against the New uh, New York Giants. That first half was all Josh Dobbs. He had a rushing touchdown, a couple passing touchdowns. And Saquon Barkley, I think, would, I believe he has a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown for Saquon Barkley as well. So he was led by, the, but unfortunately, Saquon ended up getting hurt at the end, which is kind of a kind of a bad thing for, for ASG because he'll be out for the next three weeks. So Saquon Barkley will not be his bell cow. He needs to find somebody else. And Queen B. James Conner, Mike Williams, and Ramondre Zivson all hovered around the teens. So that's why they didn't fully get that victory. And then we come down here. Vegas Cowboys beat four downs, not three. 
led by tight end TJ Hawkinson, had a great week. And then is it filters down, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Derek, uh, Dak Prescott. But man, look at four downs, not three. He had four people. He had three people in the 20s and George Pickens, Russell Wilson, and uh, and who else? And Justin Jefferson. But right here, here is where it took him out, the running back position. 0. 0.0 points from Brees Hall and 6.2 from Travis Etienne. And then Zay Jones, nothing. Nothing for Zay Jones. And uh, his bench had a couple people who had a great games. So probably Zay Jones won't be showing up next week. So there's that. Uh, and that's why he didn't fool his victory. But then we keep down. One of the closest matchup of the week, Nebraska Sky led by Adelia beat Long Reach Hurricanes led by Brodney Adelia off of the two great performance by her two wide receivers. Mike Evans had a great game and CD Lamb had a great game. But look at look at Long Reach Hurricanes has three people above the 20s. Where did it all go wrong for Long Reach Hurricanes? Let's check it out. Right here. The running the secondary running back only Got above expectation, but Cole Komet was below expectation, and the Houston's defense had negative two points. That's where it was right there because he had a great game from a lot of other people, but Adelia showing the consistency of 20, 25, 14, 30, 17 before he got injured by Anthony Richardson, and then 19 by the uh, Buccaneers' defense. So it was a close matchup. It was actually down to the wire. I was actually with Adelia when this game was going on, and she was very on edge because she was like, she needs them not to score, and it, and it prevailed in her way. And lastly, lunch break, hot take takes out the Carolina Meat Sweats. Carolina Meat Sweats, they had a bad week, you know, relying on the two Dolphins players and Bryce Young. And look at here, at lunch break, hot take, led by Lamar Jackson, Debo Samuel, and Terry McLaurin, right? They look at that phenomenal showings. And in the Carolina Meatsoff, the running backs, Jamal Williams ended up getting hurt. Jamar Chase didn't show up. Pat Firemuth didn't show up because of the Steelers. The offense didn't really show up. And that's why he did not get the victory. But now, guys, let's talk about our highlighted game of the week. I, I highlighted it last week. It is the rematch of last year's championship game. And it went the same way as the title game. Greg Castillo, Wemby season, takes out Josh Cohen's bye week. Why? About 60 points. Now, guys, without further ado, let me introduce you our guests, the two participants in this highlighted match. First of all, let me introduce you to Greg, our champion, our defending champion, the man who took out Josh. Like Josh owed him money. And now let me introduce you. Made him my bye week. Made him your bye week. You damn right. But now say to his face, Josh Cohen, how are you? How you living? Former host of the Let's Get Ready Network Fantasy Football Roundup, Josh. Runner up. Listen, I, I'm one of the few people I think that will come on after a 60 point loss. Respect and, it. Respect it. So I will take it. I will take it. Listen. Uh, it was a rough matchup, but this you need these types of games to like I realize okay we gotta make some changes and mm -hmm. that's what we gotta do with it. Especially with honestly, this loss leaves me um, feeling good because I scored a hundred points despite despite both my running backs getting injured, despite 
some players underperforming that I don't think is going to continue. I think I, I feel good going into this, and we're gonna we're gonna make some changes. But after any sixty point loss, you got to. But you know, just you just got to stay in there. And the fact that I'm one and one, I feel good about that. I really do. You well, know Josh, what I hear? You know what I hear, Ferris? What do you, What do you hear? What do you hear, Greg? That winners win, losers lose. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. So winners what's your wins, record, Greg? Losers lose. Oh, what's the record, Greg? What's the record, Greg? Doesn't matter. The doesn't champion. matter. It doesn't winners matter. Win, I'm the but it champion. actually doesn't matter if we win, you know? We, it doesn't matter. It's a figment. I'm the reigning champion. That's true. That is true. But before we get into it, guys, I just want to point out something. I just want to point out something. We got a trade alert. Trade alert in the C- in 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 the league. Ooh. Let me announce you the trade. The trade has went through. It is the trade between the Nebraska Sky Ooh. and very own bye week. He trades wide receiver DJ Moore of the Chicago Bears to Nebraska Sky for the new starting running back for the Cleveland Browns, Jerome Ford. Josh, before Ooh. we before I before we continue, Josh, you, you, you had to you had to do this trade, right? You had yeah. to. Had to, right? You had no other choices. Am I correct? Yeah, you have to, especially because if you look at the free agent running backs, it's very barren. Mm-hmm. It's not like you can pick someone up and you're getting a starter for a mm-hmm. starting team. And the other is, mm-hmm. and not only the, the Nick Chubb injury is, de- is devastating when your first round, round um, player is out for the season, but also my other running back, David Montgomery, also got injured. So I'm looking at two injured running backs. And if I don't make this move, I'm starting Miles Sanders and Shuba Hubbard, which People don't know. They're on the same team. I'm starting two Carolina <laughs> running backs. And whenever you're starting two Carolina players in general, given how the, that season's going for them, doesn't make you feel great. But I, it doesn't matter if it's an overpay or anything. You, you need to start making – you can't be indecisive about this type of stuff. You need to start making the moves to start changing your season and start taking the risks. And I listen, I like Ford a lot. I really do. Mm-hmm. It, I, it sickens me that the Chubb injury sickens me because he's such a great player. He's such a fun guy to root for. And like, honestly, arguably one of the best running backs in the game, maybe the best running back in the game, mm-hmm. but you know, this is a great chance for Ford. He's a more of a pass catching down. So I'm hoping where he's going to get that receiving yards and those catches. And he's going to get the workload because you know, Kevin Stefanski is going to run it a lot. And he's the number one account in that offense. Yeah. All right, guys. Now let's, let's get, let's break down the scoring. Break down scoring. Let's look at the teams. Josh, look, Greg, Josh, Greg's very consistent on his side. Everyone's above double-digit points. Some people broke expectation. Sam Laporta got more than expected. And then you had Geno Smith got more than expected. And then and then Tyler Lockett exploded. And then you have, yeah, just about similar. Everyone kind of hit their marks. And then Tyler Lockett overperformed. And Sam Laporta overperformed. But then Josh, you were extremely hampered by the two injuries. Greg, your team, when you were seeing it as it was filtering down through Sunday, mm-hmm. did you think you had a massive shot for pulling out the victory prior to the Monday night injury? Man, let me tell you, um, this is every every week's scary, right? Every week's scary. Last mm-hmm. week, it felt like everybody underperformed, and I got whomped. Only scored 80-something points. And uh, so I was just coming to this matchup, praying that everybody just kind of does their thing, you know, hopefully Gino wasn't a one-hit wonder. This is kind of a bounce-back game. Josh mm-hmm. Allen needed a big bounce-back game from him. And uh, going into the final the final half of it, man, I was just praying that we just hang on, man. You just kind of like 
anything can happen, man. Some guy explodes for 20 points, and then all of a sudden now it's a new game. And, you you know, you just <laughs> trying to hang on. But luckily yeah, everybody knew what they needed to do. Yeah, because going into Monday night, uh, he had Derek Carr hadn't yet to play. Mm. Nick Chubb hadn't yet to play. Chris Olave wasn't playing. But you had the Cleveland defense hasn't yet to play either. So yeah. it was kind of three-on-one going into Monday night. Yeah, I've been, a little I've been a, going on. Yeah, and then I was like, okay, is this going to come down? Because I've had it come down to like where a defense, I'm like, I need a point for my defense, or I need so many, just a couple of points to hang on to win this. I was like, please don't put me in a scenario where I have to have this defense get me anything more than it needs to. <laughs> mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so luckily it didn't come to that. Uh, unfortunately, you know, Nick Chubb's one of my favorite running backs since college, since the Georgia days, um, him and Frank Gore. And just to see him go down with that injury, just it just really, it really sucked, man. And and it comes to play. It come unfortunately it came into play here too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Josh, funny enough, your team, one of your highest scores was a tight end. How do you feel about that, Josh? I mean, it's a tight end. I picked off the waiver wires. It's a tight end. I didn't need to spend draft capital on. Like I think it just proves my point that um, listen. I think um, what I really like about this team, um, we underperformed for sure. But Derek Carr, uh, he's weird against the Panthers. Uh, the Saints always don't score enough against the Panthers. So I was really nervous going. I I remember before this game, and I'm not saying that just mm-hmm. because of the outcome in hindsight 2020, but I really did not feel good coming into this week. I thought a lot of my players just had bad matchups that I was mm-hmm. like, I don't love the matchup here. I don't love the Saints versus Carolina. Um my best players going against Pittsburgh. That defense is always tough. Um, and and Howell, AJ I thought Brown. the Broncos defense. Honestly, how I was really worried about Howell, and Howell really overperformed. I'm really happy with how Howell did. Um, and I'm looking at this team, and it's it's definitely frustrating when AJ Brown only scores you seven points. Chubb and Montgomery both get injured, and I thought Montgomery was going to have a monster game because he got injured and he already had a touchdown. I'm like, oh, he's he's, he's and there's still a lot of game to go, and then he gets injured. And I'm like. God damn. But um look at this. Let me tell you a question. I got a yeah. question for you. Sam Howell's playing against your defense. Did you think about switching out the defense? I what I did was um I really thought about it. My my thought was it was um it, it limits how high you're gonna do because your defense probably won't be doing well and your quarterback be doing well at the same time. Mm-hmm. However, if one of them does really badly, that that the the other one will be outcome. Like it's like my defense. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, like if Denver's doing badly, that means Sam Howell's doing good, and if Denver's doing really good, that means Sam Howell's doing bad. And I, what I kind of used was like, okay, I want to get around 22 points combined with them, which is what I got. I don't think the defense is what lost me the game. Really, what I'm really hoping for is like, I think AJ Brown and Chris Olave are both great receivers, and they haven't performed fantasy wise like that. If I, I think if AJ Brown starts averaging a bit more points. Alave had, I think I've gotten some terrible touchdown luck, but um, in general, I think there are the pieces for an uptick and I, I, I feel good about this team, but you know, it's fantasy. It's always luck dependent and always, you never Mm -hmm. know week to week. Um, But it was, it was a rough loss. There's nothing I can say other than, you know, it it, it happens. I I wouldn't change anything. Um, Honestly, I wouldn't change anything um, if I could go back in time. Um, I think I, get, this is what was the way I had to play this week. And listen, there's no 20-0 season. And, uh, you know, keep going. 
Yeah, because A.J. Brown has to fight Devontae Smith for targets, but as well as when the Eagles found out that they could run the ball on the Vikings, they ran the ball for over 250 yards, so they kind of stopped passing on that Thursday night because they realized Thursday night, let's not get everybody injured. Let's just pound the rock oh, yeah. and let them stop it. So that's what kind of like negated A.J. Brown's you know, impact. Now, Greg, to you, my man, again, like I said last week, you're very heavily reliant on the Seahawks. When yeah. you were seeing the Seahawks, becoming a shootout with the Detroit Lions who Josh had on the other side with David Montgomery, were you kind of happy in that sense? Because like, Oh, this is going to be a shootout. And I think so, there are going to be a lot of points. Did you expect Tyler Lockett to be the best beneficiary of this said shootout? Because he has to deal with, you know, the established DK Metcalf and the rookie they just drafted in the first round JSN. Were you happy that Tyler Lockett's the one who got, who got the beneficiary of the shootout? No, definitely, definitely. Whenever you're going to shoot out, you're like, okay, this is good. If I have the quarterback, I'm in a good spot because there's going to be points put up and he's going to keep mm-hmm. going. Whether you're getting blown out, that team is getting blown out, he still has to throw, or they're in the middle of a shootout, right? He's still going to throw. So I was like, mm-hmm. there's good. Now, like he said, and plus Tyler Lockett was came into, like he had went out with a concussion the day before, like the last like injury. So I was like, is he going to be 100%? Like, is he going to get the bulk of the targets, you know? Maybe it's going to take a little bit of time for Jackson Smith and Jigba to really get his feet wet and really start to take on responsibility more and more. So maybe they'll lean on the the veterans a little bit more. And Tyler Lockett's kind of like the receiver that's like a he can move around, right? DK, you can you can kind of like you know put a safety over him and kind of like uh, bracket him a little bit more. Tyler Lockett, you can kind of move around and kind of uh, make him a little bit uh, more. Uh, uh, matchup proof and so mm-hmm. i thought he's one of the receivers that would, it's like kind of like chris godwin and and mike evans right it's like you can move him in the slot you can move him outside you can you can do different things with him to get him open and so like so you just you just hope you pick the right receiver in that in that thing and also just to quickly add on i was watching that game and and a part of i think lockett's performance is dk went out metcalf went out for a good amount of that game and Lockett became the number one receiver, mm-hmm. which, which one of those touchdowns, I believe DK wasn't on the field. He was still dealing with the injury. Mm-hmm. Um, any, anytime you can score two touchdowns and you have both the receiver and the quarterback, it, it, there's, a, there's just not much you can do at that point. So absolutely. Well, yeah. Th- well, that game, the Seahawks-Lions game was kind of kind of a big talking point in your guys' matchup because mm-hmm. you had David Montgomery and Greg had the two Seahawks players and Sam Laporta. So that game was kind of like, kind of like a, a – Heavily interested in game between for this matchup, guys. Absolutely, and like if it's not a high, way. yeah, like if it's not a high scoring game, if this is a run game, that kind of favors Detroit with uh, I mean, not Josh with David Montgomery, but if it's a shootout game, maybe that limits the run a little bit in favor mm-hmm. of the pass catchers and the quarterback. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, guys, any final, you know, final words for you two on on last week's matchup? We'll I just like. Greg. I respect Josh. That's why I talk best to him because I respect him as an opponent. We met in the in the in the championship Come on, man, dude, game no, last keep, week. No, no, Greg, keep appearances, man. Keep appearances. Say you say you hate him. I can't do. Uh, yeah, I, I don't like him at all. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yes, there it is. Josh, anything anything to say to Greg? Well, listen, I I I n- n- listen. Uh, Josh, you better I, say I, he's we lost in the. Uh, we, we had the championship match. You beat my brakes off there. You beat my brakes off here. Listen, I'm taking these matchups seriously, and I'm hoping. I listen every time we play; it's going to be a chip on my shoulder because I'm the one with, with the losing record. And I think you know it's going to even out. I think the as the season goes on, my team's going to greatly change. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I made mm-hmm. some drafting mistakes, but 
But you know what? That's what the waiver wire is for. That's what the um, season's for. And I think there's a lot of good coming up. And as long as I can stay afloat, I'm always dangerous. I know that. That's Josh's way of saying, you know, Greg, you suck too. <laughs> but now, guys, let's move on to week three. Let's highlight the oh, the matchup Ooh, of the goodness. week. It is week one. It is week three, the first game of the week. It is Atlanta A&T, owned and operated by this guy, the best <laughs> in the world, against the worst person in the world, Josh Cohen's bye week. Josh, how are you seeing this matchup go? Where do you see the slip-ups? Uh, it's going to be interesting. I think a lot of this is actually going to be dependent on the waiver wire because I'm, I've am i already made three transactions um, on the waiver wire. Ooh, I might make more. Big flex. Um, yeah. Sorry, was that Greg? I said big flex. Big flex. Yeah, listen, I'm, 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 I, I've got some waiver wire, wire, wire ads that I'm really hoping goes through. If they do go through, then I'm feeling good. If they don't, there are some some things where I can be taking advantage of. Right now, Ferris, I think, is the team to beat. He is, his scoring is absolutely incredible. There's mm-hmm. a lot of respect oh, there. Yeah. But listen, I've I I I always like betting on the team that has more to lose. And me going down one and two is a my team has more to lose than you going to two and one. So we, we know we need this to game. We I really do like some of the moves I'm making and players i'm starting and i think there is going to be some touchdown um i i feel like i've had a lot of bad touchdown luck and i think that's going to change this week i think a lot of my touchdown luck is going to go the other way and that's going to lead to a high scoring game all right yeah um i'm gonna whoop his ass um so there's that i don't i want everyone to know this but i think my problem this week is my (laughs) my team is predicated on one game and that game is on thursday night because I have three 49ers and one giant in my starting lineup. I need this game to be a shootout. I need it to be one of those crazy Thursday night shootouts where it's 35, 38, or 42, 38. Like, like that, that game with the Rams and the Niners a couple like years back where it was 42, 38 Rams, and it was crazy. That's what I need it to be because – my quarterbacks are the two starting quarterbacks in that Thursday night game: Daniel Jones and Brock Purdy. I got Christian McCaffrey, and I got and I got George Kittle. And George Kittle, you know, last week you showed that the, the tight ends really do damage against the Giants. So let's see if George Kittle does some damage. Zachers had a good game last week, um, and Daniel Jones had a great game, great second half last week. But can he continue it against? This Niners defense, it's kind of unlikely probably because it's a Thursday night, short week. We'll see. And then Christian McCaffrey's Christian McCaffrey. We'll see if he just does him, like, you know, if he, if he does. I'm looking for a shootout. That's the, this team is, it's, it is all hinging on that game Thursday night. If, if something bad happens that night and neither team scores a lot of points and it's a defensive slugfest, I think Josh pulls it out. I think Josh pulls it out, but if it if it becomes a shootout, Josh is screwed and I will. That's all I got. That's all I gotta say. All right, and I'm also you know the Cowboys are for sure gonna destroy Arizona. We'll see about that. You know. I mean, we keep saying that, and they play the <laughs> NFC East teams close. It'd be very. I'd t- take enjoyment if the Cowboys almost lost to Arizona, <laughs> but um, 
We'll see. I, I, we'll see. I mean, I think they're everyone's right now survivor pick. If you're doing an ES, mm-hmm. ESPN survivor pick, I mean, I, I, if you're not picking the Cowboys over the Cardinals, I don't know what you're doing. But well, well, Greg, um, you this week will be going against. Speaking of fellow, scum, yeah. Speaking of scum, <laughs> fellow Cowboy <laughs> fan, scum Caleb Ochoa. Where do you think the victory is? Let's bring it up in a minute. Let me. Let me. Well, of course, the projections is exact same, 127 to 127. You don't see that often. Mm-hmm. It's yes. going to come down to the running backs of Detroit and Seahawks versus my pass catchers of the Seahawks and Detroit. Caleb's, mm-hmm. Caleb's life blood is his two quarterbacks, Zach Prescott, Pat Mahomes, and now Jameer Gibbs is probably going get, to get to go. I don't know what the situation with the, uh, David Montgomery is. but He's going to be out for like a couple weeks, I think. So Gibbs now becomes RB1, so now he's fully loaded. Kenneth Walker. I need a passing game in both those games so I can access Sam Laporta and uh, Tyler Lockett again, Gino. So mm-hmm. if I if it becomes a passing game with a run game is not necessarily featured or maybe not as – or get luck in that, var- a little more variance than that, I think I can come out. Have a better chance of winning if he gets the if he gets both running backs going, along with his quarterbacks, it's going to be a tough tough game to win. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining me tonight. See, see how civil we were. Let's, let's a round of applause for this for the civility, guys. Round of applause. Round of applause for the civility. Round of applause. Even though I hate your guts, Josh, but most people do. Yeah, where can people find you, Josh? They find me here on LGR. Um, I might appear every once in a while on the Fantasy Football Roundup. And also, we got a Schmodown Nostalgia podcast that I love being a part of once a month. We just um, either, I think it's coming out soon, but the next episode is going to be a retrospective on Ken Knapsack's career. So very excited for that. And I think that's going to be a great um, episode. We got a bunch of other episodes that have been great and a lot of great stuff coming. Uh, so support LGR um, any way you can. All right, Greg, where can people find you, my man? Well, I cover the Spurs on all social media, Spurs versus everybody. You can find us on YouTube also. We're going to have a big season with uh, Victor Wembyama and their young core trying to go out and prove to the NBA and even Spurs fans that we can and will be competing for meaningful playoffs and hopefully contendingly in the next couple of years. Big fan of Jeremy Schoen. Schoen? Schoen. Uh, the name, how you say it? Yeah. Is Kellen, it's Kellen Johnson still there, right? Yeah, yeah. Kellen Johnson's still there. Mm-hmm. I, who's the point guard? Um, uh, Trey Jones. DeAndre Johnson. Okay. Trey Jones. <laughs> <laughs> DeAndre Johnson. I was like, what? <laughs> the hell, DeAndre Johnson. Did I, how did, did yeah. I say that? <laughs> well, yeah, because you, you end up getting rid of Giante Murray. Yeah, that's correct. Yes. Yeah. Or the tank for Victor. Yeah, to Victor. Yeah. Well, it's a good decision, I guess. Yeah. Spurs <laughs> getting uh, generational big men. It's like it's, I've seen this game before. We've all seen this story before, right? Yeah, well, you've, you've, you've done it twice. Hopefully, it first ends the up Emerald. going the same way. <laughs> yeah, five NBA championships. Uh, but guys, thank you guys uh, so much. My name is Ferris Mathana. Follow me at Ferris Mathana on X, the underscore Ferris underscore Mathana on Instagram. Start using Instagram a bit more, as well as every third, every Wednesday, or every Friday, three o'clock Pacific. Pre-recorded or live. It's mostly live, but this week it'll be pre-recorded. Uh, good friends, better rivals. Me and Caleb talk NFC East, Giants and Cowboys. A little bit of Commanders, a little bit of Eagles, and overall NFL news. But also, two guys, Wednesdays, 8 Pacific. I got something to say. 
my radio show is back on KSFS radio. So make sure to tune in and show out we have good tunes and me talking about the world. Because you know what? Because I got stuff to say. I'm going to say it. If you're not, and if you like it, I don't really. If you like it, good for you. If you don't, I don't care. I think that's the point of radio. So you like Damn it. Damn right, baby. It's my show, <laughs> my way. Mm-hmm. I do it. Boom. Check it. You dig. But on that note, everyone, thank you guys so much for joining us. Make sure to like this video, subscribe to the channel. We really appreciate it. And have a wonderful night. And we'll see y'all next week with another great episode of LGRN Fantasy Roundup where I whoop Josh's ass and Caleb's. That too. Oh. <laughs>